It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Here we go. It is episode number 51 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. one nothing shutout edition of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhouse along with you following another tremendously well-pitched game by a Guardians rookie starting pitcher. On Tuesday night, Tanner Bybee was terrific in pitching the first seven innings, earning his eighth win of the season. We'll hear his postgame comments shortly. Also, we'll hear from Terry Francona. Later on in our show, we will visit with Gavin Williams, who was equally good on Monday night with a career-best 12 strikeouts in seven one-hit innings. Despite a Guardian's loss, he was not around at the end when it went Toronto's way on Monday night. But first, back to Tuesday night, Ramon Laureano, newly acquired, and in his first game with the Guardians, first at-bat, he would come through with what proved to be the game's only run. Kikuchi hands at the belt, checks first. Another look, the pitch, and it's swung on. Grounded over the bag at third. Fair ball down the left field line into the corner. Gonzalez hits third. He's being waved home. Laureano will stay at second with an RBI double. And it's 1-0 Cleveland as Gonzalez scored from first on a double over the bag at third and down into the left field corner in Laureano's first at bat as a Cleveland Guardian. How about that? And that proved to be enough as Tanner Bybee, Trevor Steffen, and Emmanuel Classe were terrific. Bybee with his eighth win of the season, and after the game, he talked about it. Kind of learn and see what he does and then be able to use your pitches the same way. Uh, it makes it a lot easier on the mind. I mean, just to be able to see him really succeed. Um, I know that I mean, like he's a very good pitcher, and I think that I'm right up there with him as well. So I think that seeing him succeed and being able to take down a good lineup like that, I think just gives me that much more confidence. It seemed like you struggled with your fastball early, and yeah. the changeup kind of helped you. What helped you get in the groove with it as the game went along? Uh, I think it's just more of a mindset. I think it's more of a, like, let's just stop screwing around let's just kind of attack them like if I want to go deep in this game like gotta get the pitch countdown so I mean just trying to attack hitters more rather than just trying to like nibble when you have that long inning when you have that long inning pitches how do you like clear your mind so you can get seven innings uh I would say I would look up at the scoreboard and say it's zero zero or one zero whenever the time was um, and say I've thrown this many pitches and they haven't been able to hit any of them so I think um that's a good confidence booster too. You made big, big, big pitches when you needed to. Can you take us through that third there? I think it was bases loaded with them with Springer and Varsho. Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, honestly, just trying to throw my best stuff at him. Um, I think Bo did a good job calling pitches. Um, he's done a great job ever since he got called up. So I think um, attribute him to that. I mean, I wouldn't have the success I would have right now, especially in those situations without him behind the plate. Him, Galley, Fry. All three of those guys have been great ever since I've been up here. Loriano has a reputation for as a good glove guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a shiny new toy out and right yeah. to, to have him, you know, make a couple of plays out there and then at, at, late in the game with his arm. Oh, yeah, as well. I mean, he, his just presence out there saved the game. 
if if he's not out there, the Varsha probably goes from second to third on that ball, and that little ball that, that Chapman hit uh, ends up scoring the run. So, I mean, the, just his presence out there with his threat of an arm is what saved us the game. How important is it to you to hold runners? Because like, it seemed early Witt went to run on you, and you weren't, he wasn't able to do that, and that probably saved a run in the first as well. Yeah, I think um, the first half I wasn't great at it. Um, I think a good amount of people stole bases off me. Um, I think being able to switch up and kind of be able to like, whether it's like faster or long holds or stuff like that, I think it's just, it's a super important thing and it's a super underrated part about pitching. You're 6-0 and now since the middle of June and it's nine unbeaten starts. What does it mean to put that kind of run and consistency together? Um, I think it's just attributes to my work in between, in between starts. I think that's when that's when this kind of stuff happens. It's not the actual day. I'm not going to be sitting here all week just kind of be like, okay, I'm just going to work hard when, I, when it's my turn. So I think um, I think that just it, during the whole entire week is when all this kind of stuff works itself out. Also after the game, manager Terry Francona back from a one-game suspension, impressed with what he saw. I mean, that's a couple nights in a row now. I mean, with Gavin last night, that's that's pretty special stuff. And I think he had a 28 pitch third inning. So you're kind of thinking, okay, you know, let's, it's looking like maybe it's five. Kid ends up going seven. That was, that was fun to watch. That will make Carl and myself happier than anything. I mean, that's their stuff. I think they're understanding their stuff will play. The moment's that. Crazy 48 hours, 24 hours, and just hurt that bad. I mean, it's kind of story, but what does that say about him? He was happy, seemed happier than anything that they made him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the game. He just was like so grateful. He just, I think he's excited to to get a fresh start. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to play everybody, but give him a chance to show what he can do. I mean, good bunt, um, and then another swinging bunt, which those things sort of maybe run in cycles, but he, he kind of clutched up and and he got him out because you know, anytime it was first and third, something goes wrong, we're we're gonna keep playing. I want to ask you about this much, but with that on early, with Miracle, and I think the bridge out of the one and not letting steal one. They didn't have probably saved the run. It's just how important your nights have been to watch both him and Gavin hold runners. He looked like he wanted to run first couple times on, and I thought Bybee did do a good job. Um, those two have done a really good job, especially for being so young. But, and I think we knew Bybee early on just you know he came from a program at Fullerton where they really pay attention to that stuff and so I think we knew that with Gavin it was thought we thought it was more work in progress but he's really done a good job also what do you think of Kikuchi kind of as advertised I mean got that mid-90s fastball and I mean it wasn't like we pushed him around you know, we we got an infield hit and a double, and then hung on for dear life. Pretty good. Double play, Arias three. Yeah, that was nice. That's, you know, he's very gifted defensively. 
but his wherewithal to not just make the throw, move his feet, but again to get be able to get back so plus eight, not or whoever, you know, not yeah, not sorry. Doesn't have to have our pitcher covered. So the Guardians have evened up the series with the Blue Jays with game three on Wednesday night, a 7-10 first pitch. Monday night, Gavin Williams just terrific. 12 strikeouts in seven innings of work, only the second time in franchise history that a rookie has done that, and he allowed just one hit in a no decision on Monday night. We caught up with him on Tuesday prior to the game and talked about the big strikeout performance. Gavin, I know um, you continue to, to try and improve as you go along here in your rookie season, and um, what's been what clicked in last night that allowed you to get deep into a game and really have a great performance? I mean, just talking with Cal. Uh, I mean, me and him just been going over things from, like, my past three or four outings, really. Uh, I mean, I keep asking him what he sees, and he keeps giving me feedback and just, just building off of that, really. And how valuable is that? Obviously, you have great coaches here, but to talk to a veteran player who's been through that before as well, how important is that? I mean, it's super important. Uh, he's He's going through it uh, his rookie year. I mean, he's been in here three or four years. I don't really know how long yet. But, I mean, that feedback is definitely very helpful. Were there certain periods of the game last night where it was clicking in and you said, aha, this is what I need to be doing to, to get deeper into games? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just going back on it with Cal. Uh, I mean, the biggest innings really are the, the fifth, fifth and sixth innings, really. So you look back at a dozen strikeouts, and obviously strikeouts are fun for anybody. Were you aware in, in terms of history and, and how often that has or has not happened in, in Indians history, maybe after the game? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I didn't see it until somebody tagged me in it on uh, Twitter, I think it was. All right, we'll have more with Gavin Williams after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Gavin Williams joining us coming off a tremendous performance last night. Gavin, it you look at great games that you've had uh we were talking before we went on about a college game that you had at the highest level in in the ncaa tournament against vanderbilt what do you remember about that that day or night that turned out to be a big strikeout game for you uh i mean i think it was just a pitcher's duel i mean you had kumar on the other team he had 11 um just going against each other it was it was pretty fun and obviously, we can look back at that and, and say, hey, what a great matchup. Going in, are you aware of, of obviously the season you're having, but the opponent's having as well? I mean, yeah. I mean, Kumar, I mean, his whole college career, really, um, he dominated his whole career. I mean, I don't think anybody has <clears throat> overlooked that, really. I think everybody knew about him. And you're facing Vanderbilt, which has such a great reputation. But what did it mean for, for your school, East Carolina, to be on that spotlight and, and have you be a part of that? I mean, that's where we always wanted to be. Uh, we can play with, well, yeah, we can play with anybody. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is, but, I mean, we competed with everyone. And when you talk about competing, uh, you're getting deeper in your season here. And I know uh, a common theme has been how will the three rookies in the rotation hold up and how long will they pitch. How are you feeling right now as you get deeper into it here in the month of August? Uh, I mean, I feel good. Uh, I'm going to pitch as long as they let me. So hopefully that's till the end of the season. But whenever they tell me to stop, that's when I'm going to stop. Well, it's been good stuff for sure. Gavin, thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Gavin Williams, and combined with Tanner Bybee and Logan Allen, those three rookies have kept this season afloat for the Guardians, who head into play on Wednesday night, four and a half back of the front-running Twins in the division.
That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report, regular season roundup, episode number 51 in the books. We'll catch you next time. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.